All right, I am back to the podcast. It has been several months since I've contributed an episode, and I don't know, something just came to mind today. Don't really have any major goals on number of episodes uh, to put out in the new year, kind of just as inspiration strikes. So with this first segment, I would like to launch into uh, the anatomy segment, and I would like to cover a concept I've been utilizing for several years now in anatomy, and that is the user forum concept. So basically, a user forum can be thought of as an online community, nothing fancy, nothing novel there. I will say that it has been very helpful uh, as an anatomy educator to basically be able to have a sounding board where I can post some ideas, some topics, mainly some questions. There are a lot of colleagues at the university campus where, where I work that I can have face-to-face, uh, phone-to-phone conversations, if you will. And the the user forum is also a really good alternative. Really just kind of broadens the perspective. I get to hear from colleagues uh, located all over the world. Uh, the main user forum that I use as an anatomy educator is the forum that's hosted by the professional association I am a member of, and that's the American Association for Anatomy, uh, the AAA. And they have a great uh, platform called Anatomy Connected. If you're if you're new to anatomy education, if you're new to the AAA, I highly recommend checking out Anatomy Connected. It's going to be part of the um, the benefits of being a member of the AAA. So I, I should say you will only be able to uh, contribute to the forum if you are a member of the AAA. And they have nice features, like they have different groups you can be a part of. They have, uh, so you have even communities within the anatomy education community. They also have uh, threads that can be, um, and and daily digest, I should say, that can be shared throughout the, um, through your email. So that can be really handy. So that way you don't feel like you need to be checking the actual website very often. You, You basically use the website when you're trying to contribute and post to the forum. And then any time you want to, to kind of get a, I get a daily digest and there might be, you know, anywhere from two to three responses uh, in a day. It's nothing too overwhelming. The great thing is you can manipulate and modify these settings as you need. So you can even have maybe a, a digest of all the activity on the, the Anatomy Connected Forum uh, weekly. So that's been really beneficial. I've seen a lot of great discussions happen, a lot of great community uh, being built. So that's the the main way uh, that I use the the concept of an online user forum in anatomy education. And that will do it for the anatomy segment of this episode. All right, let's flip it to the other side of this stamp, if you will. Let's go to the philately-focused segment of the episode, and I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing. I'm going to go over the same concept, but with a philatelic perspective, and just like uh, in anatomy, online user forums have been utilized by stamp collectors for a really long time. I, I didn't mention this previously in the previous segment, I should say that user forums are a pretty old form of communication style in terms of uh, the internet at least. So they've been around for a really long time 
and they have definitely been utilized for a very long time through the uh, the philatelic community. So I will be providing several links uh, over uh, through my Twitter account. So you're going to want to go to uh, the, the official podcast Twitter handle to get all of the, the links and resources on this topic. I'll share links to my favorite stamp collecting user forums. But basically the concept is the same. You'll, you'll create your own account. So this is really like primitive social media, right? Every user on the platform has an account and that profile does tell uh, quite a bit about the person. Uh, profile picture or an avatar is selected by the user and with the stamp collecting forums you know people typically choose their favorite stamp although i think there's a few people out there that use like their favorite cartoon characters and that's always pretty uh, entertaining to see uh see those jokesters out there but yeah basically you get your account created you're going to say a little bit about where you're from uh what you do many of these stamp collecting forum uh, platforms, they allow you to do some hyperlinking. So what I do is I use this as an opportunity to link to the URL for this podcast on the anchor.fm platform. And so basically what you'll be able to do there is just let the community know what you're all about. With stamp collecting forums, you're going to let people know uh, what you collect. That is often a, a piece of data that they like to have on your profile. And you will also then have a, a stamp in time of when you join the forum. So that's something that is uh, interesting to most people that are active on forums. They kind of want to know how long you've been a member. Because as I mentioned uh, before, this is really forming a, a bit of a community. So you really just get to know uh, how long somebody's been active. You get to see how many times they've posted to the forum uh, in terms of a sense of volume. Um, I should say quantity doesn't always equal quality. Uh, you know how that goes on social media. And yeah, you're able to uh, click on the most recent posts that uh, any user has contributed to the forum. And you know, if you find someone who's saying a lot of good things on topics that you're interested in, you can go ahead and dig deeper. Uh, many forums allow you to follow or friend other user profiles so that way you can stay on top of um, what these people are contributing and the real overall structure of a stamp collecting forum um, is very hierarchical you're going to have broad topics like uh, you know stamp collecting information and then you can have other categories uh, that include uh, stamp buying and trading and then within those bigger categories you'll have what are called uh, threads so, for example, if you're interested in collecting uh, United States stamps, you'd go to the stamp collecting uh, topic and then you would want to check in um, and go into the United States uh, stamp collecting thread. And then the structure within a thread will be uh, posts. So there'll be several posts that will occur. Uh, these two, I just had to... Um, turn notifications off on my phone. I don't want to be interrupted. So basically you'll be able to see within a thread, you'll see a bunch of posts and the, the post will have a, a topic whenever you're, you're authoring a post, you'll put in a, a topic, which is essentially a title. And then you'll have a big white open field underneath the title to put your content and your content would really be uh, a question, uh, a comment. Some of these user threads are just very uh, communal in terms of, hey, what did you do today that's related to stamp collecting? So you can get in there and you can chime in and you can tell people about uh, recent purchases you've made or what you've done with your collection on, on a given day. So that's a pretty interesting 
way of contributing. That's the overall format, a title, a body. You can uh, incorporate images. I'm sure that your posts are much more interesting to the community when they include images. And in fact, the stamp collecting communities, they'll call you out and they'll just request images. A lot of people will pop onto these forums to ask about stamps that they've inherited from um, an uncle that's passed away. And almost always, you really can't comment on the value or the the scarcity or the level of interest of any philatelic item without some imagery, right? So that is always requested um, within those types of forum uh, topics. And really, those are some of the most interesting posts. Uh, people will start a thread that says, hey, uh, share your pick your stamps that have lighthouses on them. I'm not much of a topical collector. Well, as you might imagine, I collect anatomy-themed postage stamps. Uh, but there are people that really get into certain themes and topics like lighthouses on stamps, and they'll want to see what other people have. So they'll say, hey, go ahead and contribute a post with an image of your stamps with lighthouses. So that's a, another way that you can contribute and kind of enhance the, the uh, information you share. Of course, being web-based, it, it's always interesting to actually use the ability to connect your post to other content that you're talking about. So if I want to mention, hey, I've got a podcast, I can hyperlink within a post. Uh, this is real basic formatting. And I don't know, maybe one thing that people might consider as a barrier to joining a forum and contributing is they might view uh, a bit of a technical uh, lack of expertise in doing this kind of thing. And that, that is a real concern when you consider the typical stigma of the average age of a stamp collector is is quite old, I would imagine. I have no data for that, but that's what I see at stamp shows anyway. But I would just reassure people that if they can edit a Word document, if they can email, they're going to be able to use these very uh, graphically based tools to post um, and create, yeah, create contributions on these forums. It's it's really user friendly. And hey, if you want to get even extra fancy, a lot of these forums have a way to to click a quick uh, a, a quick tab, and your post field will turn into code, like some kind of user forum code that you could use to really custom tailor what you want to say. I don't know. I, I really don't think a lot of people do that. I don't even do that, but it is an option that I've noticed on a lot of these forums. So yeah, if you're a stamp collector or an anatomist, uh, one of either or that odd combination like myself, that is both, I definitely would advise you checking out user forums as a real quick and easy way to get information and to learn about your niche, whether that's becoming a better anatomy educator or becoming, um, I don't know, a better stamp collector sounds kind of interesting, but more uh, informed and knowledgeable about your area of interest. So that way you're not taken advantage of when you're buying stamps or uh, you know what you're doing when you're assembling a collection. So yeah, that's really all I wanted to share in this episode. I know it's quite brief, uh, short and sweet and to the point. Uh, please go over to the uh, official Twitter account of the podcast, and that is going to be the handle on Twitter, Dissect Philately, D-I-S-S-E-C, Philately, P-H-I-L-A-T-E-L-Y. You'll be able to see my latest tweet that contains all of the supporting links and information and even some imagery that I just can't uh, convey 
entirely using a, an audio podcast. And if you would like to seek me out and ask some questions, I'm all about that. Uh, no one's contacted me yet. I'm getting, you know, a, a, about 110 listens to the the podcast to date, which, as I mentioned before, it's not all about quantity. Um, it's about quality. And I, I'm really appreciative of those of you that are chiming in and, and having to listen to this uh these ramblings and yeah if you have any questions or if anything resonates uh, don't hesitate to get a hold of me through twitter uh do a google search for mike pasco and you can definitely find contact information on the internet in that way hope you're having a good week uh here in january and i will be checking in maybe um another episode by the end of the month bye